Uh, Ricky and uh, Steve are here. Carl Pilkington is away today. Uh, so, Mr. Ian Canfield. He's <laughs> Stop it! I'm t- this, is, this is my signing off link. Right, look, I'm running into your show now and it's your fault. Uh, Mr. Ian Canfield's with Ricky and Steve today. Uh, Jimmy Carl's on X-List duty tomorrow. If you didn't get a request, then I'll see you 10 o'clock next Saturday. Merry Christmas. Comfort and sound by Feeder on XFM 104.9. I'm Ricky Gervais. With me, Stephen Merchant. Hello there. But no Carl Pilkington. No Carl. He's in Lanza Grotti. Lanza Grotti, <laughs> But we, we have got a very, very special stand-in. It's Camfield. Say hello. I'm so excited to be here. It's yeah. been, you know, uh, uh, the things I've learned in the last ten minutes before we've even gone on air. Like, you yeah. don't have a theme tune. I don't have a theme there. tune. I don't wear headphones. Exactly. Ian wears headphones with a preamp. He's got three midgets just brought in his back line. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, they're called Dog, Mongo and Blitzkrieg. Look, Blitzkrieg is up on the... up there, like, eating a banana. Yeah. Um, and, uh... He is the king of rock, the new king of rock. Well, the young, people... the prince, he's the prince of rock. Obviously, Vance is the king of rock. But uh, we'll be doing that, we're working out who. Oh, over this, um, and by the way, Camfield, I don't want the Ian Camfield that does XFM and going, and this fast approaching 123, here's Ash. I want the Camfield that goes, I snorted ants with Lemmy. Okay? So, uh, <laughs> we want the real Camfield. Alright, right. I bought him Metal Christmas, is that alright? Yeah. My, that's my only request from this show, that we do play Paul Diano's version of Santa Claus is coming to town. The Diano. Rest, the rest of it's over to you. Yeah, we're going to play some Christmas tunes, we're going to play some, you know, our favourite hits of the year, mm-hmm. but mainly, this is the rock programme. This is the rock programme. What worries me, Rick, is there's a lot of people who listen to our show and they don't really, they're not regular XFM listeners, they just kind of crawl they're out. They're not regular people. They're stupid <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. on a Saturday yeah. afternoon, put the show on, so yeah. they, might not, they, might not be familiar with, they might not be familiar with well, the Well, Ian Canfield is a young man, he's been in, uh, he's, he's about uh, 14. He's, he's been in radio, it's weird, he's 14, but he's been in radio for... <laughs> 15 and a half years. Yeah, um, he was weaned on the milk of Vance. <laughs> yeah. Right? And uh, he's going to be the new, he's going to be the new um, uh, rock god, aren't you? Well, I'm trying. Yeah. Um, uh, no, no DJ Camfield. Just go, yeah. Right? <laughs> and over the, over the two hours, um, I want to work out the four pillars of rock, right? I want four names, uh, four pillars of rock, right? Huge rock pillars, and then I want the king who stands astride them like the archangel of metal. <laughs> so we'll be asking Ian every few years. We're asking, right, who's your first pillar of rock? And then uh, you know, keep keeping the one that stands astride them. Okay. And how many do we need? Well, we need five names then, don't we? The four pillars of rock and who stands astride them. <laughs> right. Okay. okay. Like the Overlord with these axe attack albums. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is Oasis. Christmas. Oasis. Doing their version of Merry Christmas, everyone. It's Christmas. It seems only appropriate that we play the occasional Christmas tune. There aren't many decent ones. The great, we will be playing the greatest, not just Christmas, one of the greatest songs of all time, but certainly the greatest Christmas tune of all time, mm-hmm. Fairy Town in New York. Is that going to be the um, the uh, version done by what's-his-name out of Boyzone? Has he done one? Yeah. Because he's lived the hard rock and roll life. Who? Uh, 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 what's his name? Out. What is his name? Ronan Keating? Yeah. He wasn't yeah. bad on Room 101, actually. I think he's lightened up a little bit. Good luck to him. Yeah. Yeah, no, as well. Yeah. A lot of people ask me, uh, Canfield, I'm sure you can, uh, kind of, uh, you've probably got experiences of your own that you might want to talk about, but uh, people ask me what Ricky's like in real life. Mm. And I don't want to get grotesque. It's Christmas, people are listening, people are eating sandwiches. But he has a flatulence problem. I don't know if you're aware of this. It is... It's not a problem. Right. Well, it is for us. It is for us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I think no. the problem with Ricky is Ricky hates to miss out on anything. He's terrified that there's going to be something going on that he's missing out on. A conversation, a joke, someone falling over, you know. And uh, he's da- he, so he daren't spend any time in the lavatory because he just, it's too, any sp- period of time he spends in there, he could be missing out on some fun. So he, he kind of tries to get his lavatory, you know, occupying down time down to a minimum, an absolute minimum. Plenty of pissing. There's loads of that. But none of the other activity, <laughs> really. I mean, you keep that, really. It's, it's like you're in, you're out. And you, I, sometimes I don't think you've done the full job, Rick. Yeah. And today, I'll tell you this, it was, my eyes were bleeding. It was, <laughs> it's intense. I, it's just a word of warning because the kitchen at XFM is out of bounds now. <laughs> no one's going in there until the new year. A to J in the library. And a to J in the record library. I'll tell you this, if, I don't know if like Tony Blackburn's in the building. <laughs> his wig will fall off. But seriously, not that he, about, no, no, not that he wears he, a wig. He doesn't wear a wig. But if he's going down now, maybe he wants to play some Beach Boys. I mean, seriously, forget <laughs> I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Forget you might have survived in the jungle, Tony. But you go uh, down there, mate. Tony, would you rather eat a plate of maggots or go and get oh, Beach Boys? Exactly. It's saying A to J. Oh, pot pickers. Exactly. Jesus Christ. It is absolutely extraordinary down there. <laughs> oh, so but, I'll just be but it's Christmas. It's yeah. Christmas. Why would Blackburn be listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, he's got, he's probably doing a bit of Christmas shopping. Sure. And he's out and about with his, probably got his little, you know, personal stereo on. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I'll listen to the boys at XFM. <laughs> exactly. And he, uh, Canfield, what do you think of it so far? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. It's not, not Vance, is it? Okay, who, who, who is secured as one of the pillars of rock? Lemmy. Of course he is. Never changes his boots. Two pairs of trousers. Three shirts. <laughs> Really? Yeah. And uh, he just alternates them, does he? Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. have the same pair of trousers for two weeks, but the is it, shirt. Is it true his rider is a, a bottle of Jack Daniels and 40 Marlboro? Uh, no, it's uh, it's like one of those 100 packs. No. Of, of yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the 100 packs of Marlboro, and the, he, like, keeps them stuck in his boots, which don't change. <laughs> um, actually, I, I think I'm right in saying, like, that, that one of the, like, two left boots as well, because one of them did break, so, and he had two pairs, but he's now only got one, but they, uh, uh he's got, yeah, the beside well, Lemmy, that is Lemmy, then. Lemmy is one of the, um, the, uh, Pillars of Rock. What, what, would Phil Lynott get anywhere near this? Yeah, he would have done. Let's play some Lizzie then. Don't believe a word. Finn Lizzie on XFM 104.9. I'm Ricky Gervais with me, Stephen Merchant, and over there, Campbell's. <laughs> Is that your impression of me? Yeah. 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 The rock one's better. The rock one's better. Yeah, you shouldn't try and be a DJ. Yeah. Yeah. Growing up with Diano Tuesday night. <laughs> um, Ian, what, uh, I know you're, you're keen to know this, Rick. What are your thoughts on XFM? What, do you get there, let's get behind the facade of Canfield. Yeah. What do you think about this? Because we used to have, you know, some conversations, so, you know, um, You've been with XFM since the beginning, haven't you? I've been here forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all right, isn't it? I mean, it's not—it's not quite magic. Well, no, I know a few got, things are. You know, got me eyes on the on the on the you know, big one hundred five point four. Obviously, eventually. What uh, magic? Yeah. Now, uh, do you do you think you'll if you want to do like a a rock program on something like like Virgin or Radio One eventually? No, I don't think so. No. No. What do you want to do then? What do you want to do? <sighs> I want to. I want to start playing stuff like the Eagles and Steely Dan and Bruce Hornsby in the range. Truth be known, but you, you'd have right. to go quite mainstream. Like in your bedroom, that. what? what but, on, but on but on what sort of platform though? Because you know the good thing about those is they are really popular. They are. I mean, I think the Eagles' greatest hits is the biggest selling album of all time now. It's overtaking Thriller. Yeah. So I mean that that, that those. What are you saying? Iron Maiden aren't popular. Uh, like well, what I play Maiden now are actually popular, but. They've got a very Slip tight not fan fear factory. Base. I mean, that, that Iron Maiden can go to number one with just their fans buying it and then slip away again, can't they? Yeah. But everyone sort of likes the Eagles, don't they? Yeah. I mean, I think still, 
Uh, so you could play, so you could get on sort of like Radio Radio 2 maybe, the rock program on Radio 2. Who does it at the moment? Is there one? No, there's not one. Should we, I should do it rock, down my okay. maybe. Okay, well, that's, let's, let's I love the way we're talking about my career and other radio stations I could work for. Do you okay. know something I don't? No. No, <laughs> I'm just saying that this, this, this is going, not, it's going, going on the tube. Isn't it? It's going on the tube. I mean, you're going to be like, I mean, you're, you, 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 you'd abandon the sinking ship, wouldn't you? You wouldn't hang around, would you? <laughs> you wouldn't fiddle as Rome burned. I mean, we've we got a couple of pies cooking in the States, so we're not going to be here to keep it afloat. No. You know, the weekends. Well, we, 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 you know, we want to take the good guys with us. Right. So, you know, when this crumbles and they make it into a car park for capital, I want to see you on Radio 2, Friday night, 10 till 12, pure rock. Exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Right, well, that's the pitch, isn't it? There Friday night, 10 till 12, pure rock. Okay, if someone, anyone's listened to the BBC, it's Canfield. He is the new, new van, Vance. Mark Molten metal, maybe. Molten metal. That's good. My only concern with TV work for uh, for Ian is he doesn't look like the obvious rocker. I mean, people are listening, they probably imagine no, he's got the long, the, greasy hair, but that's he's got the modern look. Slip t-shirt. Lots of modern bands no, now, I'm, they've got, you I'm know... I'm not slagging off, I'm just saying I wonder they, if the they've fans... They've got short hair. It's not, all, it's not all long hair and strange beards and tattoos, No, the, the, the days of them all looking like Lemmy and smelling like Ricky sure. are <laughs> well, and, well and truly gone, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had the long hair? Have you ever gone in for that? No. Never never tried that? No, no, no. But I've got bullet belts and stuff like that. You're right. You know, if you'd have wanted me to dress up, I would have mm. dressed up and brought CDs. I mean, you know, obviously I should have prepared more for this show. Sure. Yeah. Really? We're going to play some classic rock, aren't we? I think we're going to play The Who. Have we got, we got Jump, Van Halen, that's a classic, well, isn't Yeah, it? I think I've got that about five times on every driving album I brought in for you. Okay. And yeah. so, you know, Are we, we going to play Since You've Been Gone? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's next? Uh, British Sea Power. Yeah, I thought yeah. we should play a couple of singles that uh, we've enjoyed over the yeah. last year or so, and this is one of them. Carry on. Play at Canfield. And don't forget, uh, Paul Diano and Santa Claus is coming to town is coming on as well. Paul Diano doesn't snort ants, he snorts ants eaters. Carry on from, from uh, British Sea Power on XFM 104.9. Not bad at all. No, listen, we should just uh, point out to people that uh, <laughs> Carl's away. You know, we always slag him off because he, he provides very little. But, and he's an idiot. Well, exactly, to be fair. But he's obviously off in Lanza Grotti, and he's forgotten to tell us what the password is for our email, Rick. Idiot. So we can't get into the email. Uh, so we're not going to have to use Ian's email instead. Ian.camfield at xfm.co.uk if you want to get in touch. You're never going to have so many emails, Ian. Really? Yeah, this, right? you're going to be looking at them all, all week. It's going to be brilliant for you. <laughs> you're going to feel really popular. You know what? He described Carl as a bald little mank twat. Nice. Carl was going... Brilliant. Is that allowed? Is that all right? Yeah. Bless him. Bald little mank twat. He's back on the third, isn't he? Well, if there's one thing that that magazine's well, what good was he suggesting you can't be regionalist? Yeah. What? It was he suggesting you can't be regionalist. Is that allowed? No, I just think it's a familiarity of, uh, it's just because we call him a bald little mank twat, that a national, a national <laughs> magazine can say that. <laughs> oh, bless his little round head. Wonder what he's doing now. He's sitting in the ash, reading his, um, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, reading his Rich Hall book. <laughs> yeah, he, oh. spe he spent a week when he went to, uh, where was it, St. Lucia? He spent a week, right? Throwing sand at crabs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they've even got crabs, have they, over there? No, I think no. There's I don't nothing. know what he's gonna do. What is he gonna do, I, Suzanne? What is she? Gonna he's do? gonna be whinging. But it's it's sort of like Carl must be like. Could you must like sit him in front of a video mm. while you go and make the dinner or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must be a nightmare to, taking a pet. Has he got a little? She got a little harness for him. <laughs> to be fair, though, Rick, I mean, I can't imagine you're much better. 
on holiday. <laughs> I've always wondered what that must be like. Because you always need an audience. You've always got to have someone around that you can perform for, drop your trousers for. Annoy. Annoy, just generally sing and dance about. And you know, Jane Seenall, she's bored of you. Yeah. So what, do you just do this to other people on the beach? <laughs> holiday makers, it is me. You can't believe you're not, Ricky Gervais. <laughs> okay. what, do, you want do, do you want me to do a dance? Do you want me to annoy you? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I can annoy you for five minutes. Yeah. Because yeah. then I'll get bored exactly. myself. I'll tell you what, I want some ads, and after that, the fairy tale in New York. Oh. The Pokes, featuring Kirsty McCall and uh, a fairy tale of New York. Brilliant. On XFM 104.9. That's the song, I think, that single-handedly keeps uh, Shane McGowan in gin for another year. It must do just well, though. But I'm sure it does. I, I absolutely love it. I still yeah. love it. I saw right. it on Top of the Pops too. It's just, it's just brilliant. Mm. I mean, you... It wasn't great at miming, but it didn't bother me. Sure. <laughs> it was, it was just, miming to a different song, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah in his yeah. head. It was great. Um, I had a little visit in the week, Rick. I think Go you missed on. out. A little Christmas visit from... Uh, I know he's a friend of yours. He's a friend of anyone. He's a friend of the nation. Go on. Um, TV uh, illusionist Darren Brown. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's bought a new pad. Yeah. And uh, he just came around to tell me about it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's interesting because... Somewhere uh, to keep his guns. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, he... Um, I, I can never know quite of how much, you know, he's just playing with your mind, experimenting. But he was telling me about the place, and apparently... You say he loves you? <laughs> he's, uh, he's got a B-Day in, yeah. uh, in the house. Now, we were discussing B-Days because... Never um, understood that. I've never got my head around it. To this he's day, not I've, meant to. Well, no, but I've never... I don't think I've ever met anyone who's used a B-Day. Oh, uh, Darren Brown does. He's known as the cleanest ass in uh, modern magic. <laughs> yeah. Shiny. Shiny ass, they call him. <laughs> but, uh... But because I, I, we were chatting about, it, I don't really know. To be truthful, I don't really know how you use them. I don't. Well, know. I assume you just sort of go over it and. Let but do you face the wall with your knees on the on the tiles, no, or do you I face away you do, from the wall? No, it's sort of like you just. I don't. And no. you know, it's got the little. Do you sit on it, or do you sort of hover above? Do you it? hover above it and just splash things onto the? No, it's a little jet, isn't it? It does it for you, doesn't but it? But is there a jet? This is what I'm wondering. Is yeah, there a jet of water a, that goes like, up the crack? It's like a. It's a drinking, like a drinking fountain. That's used to have in school. Yeah. Which I, mean, I, I remember, Mr. Mellows used to embarrass himself every time. I go, no, he's the middle of Lego, Mr. Mellows. <laughs> yeah. It's not a bee day. Not at your French, you know, <laughs> cottage again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Bee day sounds French. I'm assuming it's French. After you know, we're probably so embarrassed about just sort of like squatting over a hole. Yeah. They go, well, at least we can clean it. I think because. I haven't been to uh, I haven't been to France for years, but are they still persevering with the they're public toilets? Just the hole in the still got, I, mean, I think they have. Is, got, there, is a single Frenchman travelled anywhere else in the world? Yeah, and goes, seen that now this you can is uncomfortable. Have, I know my trousers go, go down to that, Delhi, and I think uh, there's uh, proper yeah, decent porcelain. I know. I can't believe it. I think they have got the flush ones now, mainly right. for the tourists. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I've yeah, never yeah. really understood that. But it's uh, not. You don't go in. It's not like because they, they're literally crapping into an open sewer, aren't they? That's the French approach to the public lavatory. Do they have the bidet next to the hole? No, no. The Toilet is a toilet, isn't it? Right, but it's just—it's just like it's sort of like a, it's like going in the bottom of a shower with a big hole at the bottom. Mm. But I—I I don't and know. Just, do you you? I mean, again, not wishing to get graphic, but do you use the uh, the B day instead of the the toilet paper? Is it used in conjunction with? Or I, I mean, instead do you know what? I've I, I've honestly um, never used a B day. Because it's not but... really a working class thing, is it? The B day. No, but uh, well, it sort of came in with, with sort of like um, purpose-built houses, didn't it? They sort of like shot up all over the. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> all over the sort of seventies, you know what I mean? It was like a, you know, a, a, in salmon pink. There was mm. toilet sink and B day. Yeah, we won't yeah, be yeah. using the B day. <laughs> exactly. Fill it with ice. Put some beer in that. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. none of my friends washes their arse. <laughs> there are people who refuse to touch their, you know, the the, the hole with the hands, and they only use a B day. So they throw it at a party, and there's no B day. Well, Carl doesn't like like feeding his bollocks for cancer because he says he doesn't like the doesn't like the texture of them. Sure. 
Well, so I mean, so he'd probably love a B day if he didn't but have to go. Are kind of upper class women who just waddle into the, the dining room at sophisticated <laughs> trousers around their ankles, going, "Where's the B day? This is filthy. Where's the B day? I, just, I don't know. We we'll use the paper. The what? I think the fish was off. I'm going berserk up there. Yeah, yeah. Get me a B day. Yeah. What have you lost on the floor? Or I am climbing into the sink and turning the tap upside down. It's the only way I can do it. Yeah. B-Day. Thoughts on B-Days? Have you ever used one? Well, no, you've gone to, you told me all this, but you still haven't got to the bottom of how you use them. No, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, know, you know, don't know what, how to use it. Do they come... I asked, you need to ask Darren Brown, does it come with, like, instructions, like a flat pack I think you're supposed to know. About? I think you're supposed to... You know, if you've bought a B-Day, the assumption is you know how to use it. Imagine someone installing it and going, there you go, there's a B-Day, go, could you show me how to use it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you like this. Well, no, no, go to the toilet first. Do the whole thing, I don't, otherwise I won't know in context. I'll just sit here in the corner, that's fine. Okay. You well, do, just, do, you uh, want to, do you read a magazine when you're normally going? Well, or I might do, do, but I mean, I don't really want to do it with you here, but how, how will I know? <laughs> exactly. What, I need to know how you transport yourself from the lavatory to the B-Day. Do you remember when we were trying to offer Carl money to have a shower with Johnny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, just some of the highlights to, of the year. That's a weird thing to do. Yeah. We had it. We nearly had him there, and then he didn't want us to watch. Yeah. We said, yeah. "Well, how do we know that you've done it or not?" Yeah. He went, "You are definitely bent." <laughs> <laughs> that's his conclusion. <laughs> what, what we got lined up? Well, hang on. Let's just say if uh, if anyone's got any idea sort of how to use a bidet, maybe any idea just... for anything to talk about on this yeah. show? Well, uh, that doesn't involve crapping or <laughs> yeah. farting. We've done that. Um, yeah. We haven't, done, we haven't done little Chinese fellas or the gays yet. That's still to come in the second hour. <laughs> Ian.camfield at xfm.co.uk if you've got any thoughts on uh, B-Days or just, you know, lavatories generally. Richard Ashcroft on XFM, check the meaning. I think it was out this year and we enjoyed it. So we I certainly it. had a, a thought then that, you know, someone like Richard Ashcroft, uh, who's really cool. I mean, I think one of our greatest rock and rollers, really. He writes mm -hmm. great tunes, does great albums. Uh, the Verve, you know, already in history. Mm. I just suddenly thought of him listening to this and thinking, I wish they wouldn't play my songs because I don't want to be associated mm. with that drivel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, you know, most people get a buzz out of it, get it on the radio. Do you think people say, don't, don't let Gervais... Guilty by association. Do you know what I mean? They've just been... They've, I've, I, I love that song. I love Check The Mean. I thought it was a lovely song. And he's thinking, they're going to sandwich it to bring talk about little gay Chinese fellas and B-Days. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to make me look What worries bad. me, Rick, is that there'll, you know, if we had to draw up some kind of list of artists who would allow us to play their songs, it's going to be such a short list. Gary Glitter, you know, it's just going to be a few people who, you know, are slightly more shameful than us. I just so, thought of something. Um, there are a billion people in China, mm -hmm. and I assume it's the same percentage of homosexuality occurs, as it were, that to a billion, one in ten, that means there's a hundred million... Little gay Chinese fellas running around. Richard Think Ashcroft, if you're listening, I apologise <laughs> for that last Think uh, about it. Thanks. 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 In the week, I won't say who it was, um, but sort of like a cheesy sort of housewife choice DJ, and he played that, and he went. Mm, weird one, that, isn't it? What do you think of that the first time you heard it? Strange one. John Lennon, Yoko Ono, war is over. Here's the moment, at least, out there. <laughs> I love that! Oh. What does he mean? That's exactly what I want from a DJ. That <laughs> yeah. kind of insight. We were talking before the break about how many little uh, Chinese fellas there are. Yeah. Uh, um, brilliant. Um, An awful lot of them. Brilliant, good. More the merrier. Are you familiar, Rick, with the fact, the scary fact, I don't know, Camford, if you're aware of this, and Go it's on. chilling. Uh, I don't know where I've heard this from, but apparently... 
and this is kind of legend, I didn't just make this up, this is well known, that if all the Chinese people in China, right, no, come on, if they all jumped up and down at the same time, <laughs> apparently, this is, this is what they say, apparently it would cause a tidal, cause a tidal wave, wave that would wipe out America. That would destroy America. <laughs> I love the idea of coordinating that. Brilliant. Well, I like the idea, firstly, they don't need um, weapons of mass destruction, they don't need nuclear weapons, because no. they've got that threat They can't constantly. have one that, you can't count, you can't count um, no. a tidal wave as a weapon of mass destruction. Or jumping. Tony Blair could send in sort of people, you know, UN people going, look out for anyone jumping. Exactly. Because <laughs> all they need is an immense sort of skipping rope. Oh yeah, once a little fella in Japan holding yeah, one exactly. end, a little fella in Russia holding the other. Exactly, yeah. And they go, on your marks, you'd have a lot of coordination over that one little... Maybe like someone like Mr. Tripping. Motivator, kind of coordinating it all from the yeah, top of yeah, the wall, sort yeah. of looking down. The it's Chinese got, equivalent. Yeah, the Chinese, yeah, yeah. yeah um, that would be, because I think that's why they built the wall. I think that's why they built the to Great jump Wall. Off the wall. <laughs> exactly. They just climb on that wall. That's the way it's done. That's the threat. And that's why America started the space race. Yeah. Because you can see it from space. Exactly. So they go. They're, up, they're um, monitoring constantly. This is uh, Eagle to uh, Houston. There's lots of little Chinese fellas about to jump. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is Houston. Are they wearing them? Lamp we just need hats? to confirm they're Chinese. Are they wearing those? <laughs> Uh, are they wearing those comical hats that look a bit like a lampshade? They, yes, they are. They are. <laughs> to confirm they're Chinese. Because well, if I was the uh, if I was the leader of China, who? What is the name of the? What is, is he the king of China? We're so ill-educated. Is he the king of China? The the, the czar of China? King, is it? What is it? The, is Chairman Mao still there? Is he it's still Chairman? Still? Someone? Chairman? Someone else? Probably the yeah. new chairman or chairwoman? Don't be sexist. <laughs> And, uh, Actually, you know when I said there's uh, um, a billion people in China, so there's 100 million little gay Chinese fellas, yeah. someone phoned up to say half of them are women. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. Straight on the phone with that. Well, I meant I meant little lesbian fellas or little gay fellas. Yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't being sexist. <laughs> but if I'm I was... just saying there's probably 100 million little gay Chinese people. What worries me, Rick, is if I was the premier of China, or if it was some of the people I went to school with... Is it premier? With, oh, whoever is the king of China. <laughs> I was the king of China, <laughs> right? Um, isn't he the king of China and king and I? Or is that he's somewhere else, isn't he? That's Siam, isn't it? I don't know. Is that, not, is that not in China? <laughs> we're not... We're Where's not, Siam, then? We're not... It's Ceylon now, isn't it? I don't know! I don't know, or was that... Oh, my God! Someone educated listening must be tearing their hair yeah, out. Listening to three buffoons listen, in a room. If I was the king of China, let's assume it's the king of China. Okay, yeah, you'd um, be tall. But you know when you sometimes you've had a few drinks, whatever, you know, I mean, I'm sure you've done that thing where you order a pizza for someone, you know, a mate or whatever, or send a taxi around to their house, something like that. Yeah. What I do is I just phone up George W. Bush and go, seriously, mate, you better send some stuff over money and that and videos. Because yeah. seriously, they're all outside now. One, two... Yeah, you know, and you can freak them out. Send us some knives and forks because yeah. I am fed up with these sticks. Yeah. it's ridiculous. I don't know why we're still sticking with them. I can't, I can't pick up the tiniest little bit of chicken. It's crazy. It's rubbish. It's, send yeah. us some cutlery. I'm having a nightmare eating yogurt. <laughs> 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 oh dear. This is uh, 104.9 Racist FM. <laughs> Absolutely. Jonah Louie. Yeah. Should we apologise for that? Not at all, no. That's right, Stand it? by it, yes. Yeah, that good. was his follow-up to You'll Always Find Me in the Kitchen at Parties. Yeah. One of my favourite lyrics. She was into French cuisine, but I ain't no cordon bleu. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, looking forward to playing that in the new year. What happened to B.A. Robertson? Don't he know. knocked it off. I was standing in the corner and the ball came across. What was the other one he did? I don't know, I don't know. We're not as old as you. Oh, no. This is all gobbledygook to us. <laughs> XFM 104.9, that's yeah. Jonah Louie. Yeah, you're not listening to classic gold. <laughs> <laughs> Amazingly. I've still got my own teeth. I, right. uh, I think, Rick, I was the subject of a uh, Christmas con in the week. 
What, you mean you, you bought something for £4, then sort it for £4, £3.90 <laughs> as you walked that home? That would make me livid. Because I've seen you oh, really livid. I'm absolutely furious. When I bought my PlayStation, I saw I could get it for a fiver cheaper down the road. I was absolutely And feeling. you'd already walked to about 19 places, oh, God, I remember. Yeah. I actually but, left you after about an hour. Yeah. No, I do. Out? I'm furious because i got to get a bargain. I, I hate think, the feeling that I'm being ripped off. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, I'm loving online shopping. Oh, the savings I'm making, Rick. Really? It's crazy. Really? Getting 15, 20 quid off some things. Is it really? Oh, amazing. But these things, can I might point out, are like Jaguars and uh, mm. you know, <laughs> yeah, Mitsubishi cars. Exactly. Yeah, but it's no, worth shopping round. Now, this on. was not so much a con. This, well, it was a con, but it wasn't so much one of those just a missed bargain. Yeah. Um, doorbell rings, answer it. It's a couple of girls. They must have been 13 or 14, maybe. Now, I've always had a problem with teenagers. I'm intimidated by... Teenagers. In case they call you a dork or something. Well, I mean, I told you before, I was walking down the street once, and there's uh, two guys coming towards me. I mean, real losers. Do you know what I mean? Glasses, the spots, greasy hair. Do you know, really pathetic. And I was sniggering to myself, I was thinking, look at those losers. And as I passed them, I heard one of them look at me and say to his mate, look at that geek. <laughs> <laughs> I was furious. I was thinking, I'm allowed to call you a nerdlinger, but gee, they expect it back. I was really... Furious and, like, upset. And so, as I say, these teen teenagers are at the door, and they were quite aggressive, two aggressive, quite aggressive girls. And they had a piece of A4 paper, and they went, we're sponsors. doing a doing sponsored thing. Yeah. But I, don't, I didn't quite catch what it was they were doing that was sponsored. I think they, they sort of fudged it. They went, we're doing a sponsor. Oh, yeah. And I went, right. And they went, uh, do you want to sponsor us? Boy, they picked on the wrong person. Uh, well, I, and I sort of, <laughs> I was a bit intimate. I didn't, want, I didn't know, I don't know why I said no. I was worried maybe it was part of some kind of, you know, hidden camera show, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I said, yeah, all right, I'll sponsor you. So they handed me this form, and I think, I always thought you were supposed to have quite an official-looking form for any sponsorship thing. But this was literally a piece of A4 torn out of a note. Oh, it was the back of a Gareth Gates poster. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, um, With some blue tag on it. Yeah, well, and, it said, and I looked at it, and I didn't really absorb it, but it, it had things like, you know, Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Smith... You yeah. know, five quid. Yeah. And then no one's actual address, just Finchley Road, you know, duh, 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 nothing too specific. Yeah. So I wrote my name on and um, put down three quid. Cause a lot of people were giving fivers, but I thought, you know, I'm not made of money, it's Christmas. I've got my gifts and stuff. <laughs> so I gave, gave him a fiver and asked for change. Yeah, yeah. well, I gave, I gave him three quid. I said, I'll, I'll sponsor you for three quid. Best of luck. And they went, can we have the money? And I said, well, aren't you supposed to do the thing? She, and, they, and the woman just looked, the girl just looked at me, she just went, no. <laughs> so I gave her three quid. But what difference does it make? <laughs> well, I'm assuming, though, that it's not going to any charity. But it's no sponsor. But I know, but then, I'm not being funny, the, the, the charity that it's not going to, you wouldn't have given to it anyway. <laughs> it's true enough. So all that's happened is you're three quid but down. I'm three quid down. Yeah, but if it would have gone to charity, you'd be three quid down. The fact that it hasn't gone to charity doesn't matter because you wouldn't have given it to charity. Yeah, but so... if it had gone to charity, Rick, I'd have felt a little bit superior, a little bit smug. That would have kept me going for another six months. Whereas now, it's just gone to a couple of weeks off the street, you know, who are scamming people, possibly old people, Rick, and that's who I feel sorry for. They've not got a great deal of money. That's why I'm not worried about myself. I've got a bit of cash. What about the old people? Yeah. Although you, know? you are three quid down, which probably still hurts, doesn't it? <laughs> it's still stinging. That's why I just like to tell you now, get off my chest. <laughs> Uh, Merry Christmas. Thing, yeah. Just be but careful. What, what, if you're living up in North London, be careful. There's two girls that are going around. I expect, you know, they might come to your door. But they might be, wary. be genuine. No, I don't think so. No? They were common. They were very common. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Was it was was the giveaway things like, you know, Santa Claus had given £10, <laughs> exactly. Tony Blair had given a quid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think, I think you were conned, mate. Yeah. Right. Won't get fooled again by the Who. Ian, I'm going to ask your expert opinion. Is that not one of the greatest rock songs of all time? Yeah, if you'd have played the proper version of it. I know, but it's six and a half minutes, and we usually do, but we just thought, you know, it's Christmas, people want to 
you know, him and more Jonah Louis. Yeah, but we could have we could have played like the full eight minutes rather than making the show sound like strolling round your local Asda with the Christmas songs with a little bit that, more to racism. Me, sounds like in. fighting talk. You want a rock challenge, Canfield? You can't <laughs> handle the truth. I'm gonna I'm gonna rock this out. The last four minutes. Can we put Can we put Keith Moon in in the uh, model? I was gonna ask you. He's my favourite drummer of all time. Will yeah. you go along with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So we got oh, we got we got Lemmy and Keith Moon. Yeah. Are we making yeah. up a kind of super rock band here? Is oh, we could like do. That. We could make no, it a super rock band. That's, that's far too passe. Let's call it the Monolith of Rock. It sounds more stupid. Okay. okay. Um, so we got Lemmy and Moon. Yeah. We just we need three more. So we need two no, more, two more, more on the and then one to stand astride it, like the metal angel of death. Now, uh, <laughs> Ian, you've because you've, you've you've hung out with some of the big rock names, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I'm not. I'm not going anywhere with this. I was just I'm intrigued. Tell me some of the people you've you've hung out with. You've hung out with Maiden, have you? I've hung out you with Maiden. Maiden don't you? I've been fl- I've been flying with Bruce Dickinson. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And have you? I mean, it only took us three attempts to land at Gatwick a few weeks ago. But I don't know much really? about you, yeah. uh, Ian. Are you are you are you someone who lives the rock and roll excess lifestyle? Are you kind of drinking drugs? Is that your thing? I like to be kind of you know on the edge, having a look at what's going on inside. Right, I don't quite know what that means. Well, yeah, I've, It's I've... the way they talk, Steve. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, because, I mean, some of those rockers, they're hard-living boys. Can you keep up with them? Do you, you know, are you up till four in the morning? Oh, morning? four in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> four, four in which morning? Hey, daddy oh man. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're going out about four in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Carl reckons the gays go out late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His favourite song is The Killing of Georgie, right? Oh, right? And he went, yeah, but would it have happened if he'd have been, you know, going out a bit earlier? <laughs> Yeah, well, no, fair point. Yeah. Is that song time specific then? Uh, no, no, but he reckons he probably got because uh, he was out late. Oh, right, <laughs> he, okay. the, as, uh, he said, "There's one that works here. Sometimes he doesn't go out till midnight." <laughs> but you know, I imagine you a little bit like that uh, little boy in the film Almost Famous when you're on tour with the rock legends. Do you know what I mean? You're like, you know, the little kid there. You, maybe the doors are being closed in your face, are they, as they go berserk? Yeah, well, well, there yeah when, when I started, yeah. Okay, yeah, but, yeah. But now, you know, I insist... I see you as one of theirs. Yeah, yeah, access all their Islam and that, you know, I mean, I can sure. enter venues now with a big bottle of Jack Daniels, I don't get stopped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? really? And, but seriously, have you, without naming names, obviously, what uh, excess have you seen? Have you witnessed anything? Or have people calmed down now? Are, they, is there, are, they, are these rockers clean living now? <sighs> Depends who you're talking about. Sure. Yeah. Is there anything going on like the days of, uh, you know, Ozzy and and uh, Motley Crue? I haven't seen. Uh, well, I haven't seen any Red Snappers like with uh, with Jimmy Page. Do you know that story? Am no. I? I can't talk about this it. Then. The, That's the, the forget about that. Yeah. Oh, was it? Is it disgusting? Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, is it worse than talking about B days and Ricky's farts? <laughs> Kind of. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I know. You wouldn't want the instruction manual as to what happened with the Red Snapper, like right. you do with the B-Day. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Oh. Um, God. But don't, don't, as I say, don't name names. Obviously, you know, there's a sort of client, you know, doctor confidentiality or whatever that you... Yeah, well, I saw... I, I saw. We, a, we know I, there's no one listening. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. It won't go further than this it's studio. Right. I, I, saw, I saw a member of... Uh, a very big band um, play the Astoria uh, recently, and they turned up at the Astoria about 15 minutes before they were going on stage, right? And uh, someone said to them, is it good to be playing the Astoria? To which he turned around and went, uh, all right, are we in London? Really? <laughs> oh, dear. And this person then... It wasn't play- Daniel O'Donnell, was it? <laughs> I can only uh, think of the Libertines. No, it's not a very big... Huge no. band, is it? No. no, no, bigger than that. Bigger yeah, than okay, that. yeah, okay. Uh, what other rock and roll excess do you, do you want? Oh, I was told once that if you stay up for two days, the best thing to do is eat some yogurt. This is just like we're going to having tips now. Sure. Yeah, you know. So if you're, that's apparently the best thing at the end of the excess, you need some yogurt. So always right. keep some in the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and chopsticks are no good. 
No, yeah, so, so don't whatever you do, don't go on a bender in China because otherwise you'll be screwed. Right? No, there's no benders in China. Another tune that I enjoyed this year, Rick. I don't know what your thoughts are on it. I'm fascinated yeah. to find out. Loving it, loving Jay-Z it. Jay Z and Farrell and uh, Frontin. What do you think, uh, Canfield? Darkness number one. Yeah, well, they cheated, didn't they? Because they went and did their signing mm. at HMV uh, yesterday, so they getting like an hour of extra extra sales. Why is that cheating though? Well, you know, I don't know. Well, I suppose Gary Jules could have turned up at Virgin down the road, couldn't he? And, and, yeah. You know. Okay, think, well, then in that I case, they're that going... deserves to be sort of number one, because it's at least it's it, it's potentially a sort of evergreen, sort of Slade-type classic, and they are the biggest sort of band around at the moment. Canfield, what are your thoughts? You love rock. What do you make of The Darkness? It's all right. They've been around for a while now. Sure. You know, another year, maybe. But they're, they're all the, the ingredients of everything you like, I imagine. They've got a bit of glam, they've got a bit of Queen, they've got a bit of ACDC. It's all in there. He's got a bit of Bruce Forsyth. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> He's funny. It's, I, 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 they're a good fan band, aren't they? Yeah, they're all I right. mean, they're essentially just too close to novelty. But then so was Slade, in a way. Slade have only got this, this credibility resurgence in retrospect. At the time, they were a pop band that was essentially were for teenagers and thugs. I'm not yeah. sure Canfield's going to be championing Slade, though, up there in the same way that he champions the Maiden. But you've got to, you've got to appreciate what, what Holder's done, surely. Yeah, I appreciate what Holder's done. But they, but they only became cool, didn't they, when Oasis covered them? Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I genuinely always liked Slade, and I've still got a soft spot for him. But, yeah, um, yeah the darkness, we'll, uh, we'll have to wait and see. At least the darkness one is irresponsible for the kids of today, though, because the amount of spelling mistakes that Slade were responsible for at school in the 70s was atrocious. Putting oh, the Zs in. Rubbish. Um, Ian, I'm going to have to ask you for our third pillar of rock before the ad break. Right, what well, we need, um, who have we got? So we've got, we got Lemmy yeah, and Moon. Right, okay. I think we need to put in, uh, we need a guitarist in there. We should maybe put in Keith Richards. I'm a little bit worried about the health scare because the kind of air pollution around any venue that this band might play mm -hmm. with like Lemmy and, and, and Keith Richards there. Yeah, you know. See, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised at Keith Richards because I would have thought it was heavy enough for you, but the Stones have done enough to get in the, the annals of rock. Yeah. Okay, let's play some ads. Quick question <laughs> Do you actually speak like this, Ian? What? This, this, is this is your real this voice. This is real voice, yeah. Yeah. It's do, amazing. Do, do your, do your um, uh, daytime sort of voice, the X-list voice. Say, say it's fast. It's just coming up to 20 past two on XFM 104.9. Um, after the break, um, uh, we've got Feeder. Say that. It's just coming up to 20 past two on XFM 104.9. These are the ads. <laughs> XFM. What that song is... Uh, it could sound like he's saying something to do with bell ends. Well, yeah. What? Heaven forbid. What, you think he meant that? Did he? Probably. No. Uh, that's the darkness on uh, XFM 104.9. Bell end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what other rude words are there? Cock. Yeah, <laughs> that is rude. Yeah. Um, especially, now, especially at Christmas. Especially at Christmas, yeah. It's time for families. Oh, no. Now, listen. Time for family. Now, Ian. Yes. Who is your fourth? We need a lead singer in this mega group, the monoliths of rock. Uh, who we got? Lemmy, we've got, we've Keith got, Richards. We've got, we've got Keith Richards on guitar. We've got Lemmy on bass. Yeah. We've got Keith Moon on skins. Right. Some <laughs> <laughs> terminology coming out there. Yeah. Yeah. Who's doing the Vox? Uh, Who's given Golden Tonsils Award? Uh, Robert Plant. He's gone for Plant. He's yeah. gone for plant. A lot of trap names there. There is the group. The lineup is Moon, uh, Lemmy, Richard, Plant. Okay. Now, our competition, Steve. 
Name that name that group. Okay. What's the best the best heaviest rock name ever? Sure. <laughs> which is, which okay. is obviously not a name that already exists. No. Okay. Um, my mate of mine yourself? came up with I think it was um, uh, Brain Hammer. <laughs> which which right. I like. Um, yeah. Velvet Nazi, 666. <laughs> sure. So we want the heaviest, yeah. most mental piece of death metal, head-banging, bleeding, out-of-your-brains rock, axe attack. Okay? <laughs> Please welcome to the stage, Christ on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome to the stage. Oh, look at you. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Yeah. That would freak out the metal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cheeky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now listen. They need a manager. They need someone who could introduce them. They need someone to stand astride them. Who is the leader now? Who is the king of all that rocks? Well, it's obviously Tommy Vance, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what worries me, Rick? I, we've said Vance a lot today. I'm wondering if people, the kids today, do they know Tommy Vance? Are they what do you think I am? If they don't know, they shouldn't be listening. Okay. <laughs> So, Vance is their manager. He needs to, they're on at Wembley. He's got them on at Wembley. They're, they've got a, they're, they're the greatest rock band of all time. We need the name. Please, please welcome to the stage. What are they called? We'll Phone uh, in, email in, um, and the prize. We're going to get some. We'll rummage through the bins as get Carl some, normally Get does. some old tat like Carl does, some VHSs, some CDs, <laughs> greatest air guitar Beat ever. Beat Max. Yeah. What's the. Do we need to give out the numbers and stuff? Work well, an email, don't can't they? Phone in. You don't want to talk to me in, seriously. No, <laughs> you don't you know, you know when uh, what what's his name says to Agent Starling as she's going to meet Hannibal, don't let him inside your head. Yeah. Don't talk to the listeners here. <laughs> exactly, it's very much the same. Please thing. don't let. Don't I'm, I'm, talk a bit, to I'm a bit concerned that my email is going to be besieged by people sending you links to how to clean out the B day. Mm. Um, well, that's <laughs> the all right. The week. But so what's the, the big... most the most mental head bleeding banging brain hammer operation <laughs> this band can be called? Call what, in. Uh, Rick, because I'm always, it always amuses me if you, I mean, I know it's cruel to put you on the spot, but so some of your former band names have always amused me. Well, the worst. The worst one? Well, I'll, I'll just Ricky leave this. Has a, Ricky's had a number of bands over the years. What was the. Uh, the worst one? Uh, ready? Re get ready to play that record because I, I don't want any aftermath. No, hang on, before you tell me, what was the one? Because these pictures of you, like when you're new romantic, keep on being published. But, that was Shauna dancing. Yeah, but someone. That's pretty bad. But some, someone told me they were like, oh, ask him about when he tried to be Bon Jovi. Can you imagine such a thing? I know, I know the name you're thinking of. Right, here we go. Play the record. Immediately I say this. <laughs> Ready? For Sacred Hearts. <laughs> Play a record. Blur. On XFM 104.9. I forget the name of that track, but it's good. Good song. Thanks very much. Oh, good song. Yeah. All oh, right. I, I just thought, thought you were complimenting his opinion. Right, yeah. go on. The what? Are we still on the air? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Merry Christmas. We got someone on the line. Oh, right, right, right. He's here. Who's that? Ricky. Ricky. It's, uh, yeah, go on. It's Jonathan, how are you? Good. It's, it's, it's only TV, it's Jonathan Ross. Ross, turn your radio down, you idiot. I'm here. I like to, uh, I haven't got a radio. What are you talking about? We can hear the feedback. Well, I haven't got it. It's not my fault. It's your incompetent radio station. And also, didn't you hear we said, don't call in, we don't want to speak to the listeners. What's, yeah, well, are I'm, you, not uh, I'm not a listener. I'm a visitor to your shores. I'm special. You know that full well. I know you're special. Right. Yeah, exactly. What have you, got, you got a name for the band? Yeah, you ready? Yeah. Blump. <laughs> B-L-U-M-P. I tell you for what, you can't have a normal word. If it's the monolith band of all time, if it's the B you can't have a regular word. It doesn't make sense. How can you have a regular word? All these ideas you've come up with are rubbish. You need a word which only stands for that one thing. No one's heard it before. No one will use it again. Blump. 
I can't help but feel that that's a more appropriate name for maybe one of Ricky's bands. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, I, I love seeing that picture of him in that band. You see it everywhere these days. <laughs> he was like a, a girl. He was like a little girl in a suit. It's like a girl, a little dyke at a wedding. <laughs> What was that? It's got to be the, ke- the kettle calling the pot black, surely. I've always got nothing but 100% heterosexual. You, we, we're not sure about it. There's not anything wrong with it. I know that, but look at you. <laughs> I actually had to get that in. There's not anything wrong with it. I'm Jonathan Ross. Oh, dear. I was, uh, I was thinking the other day, right? Yeah. The Comedy Awards. Yes, sir. You didn't have to say some awful things about poor, poor celebrities, poor has-been celebrities with coke addictions and, and yeah, fat lips and faces that have been, that, that where surgery's gone wrong and everything. You, you, and that when they're on the show, they're going, oh, you look lovely. Yeah, oh, I'm, nice so I'm nice to them to their face, but obviously when I'm not with them, I like to let my true feelings be known. <laughs> Exactly. What's wrong with that? Well, I'll tell you what, you can get anything off your chest you want on this show. Any celebrities you want to talk about? There's no one listening. Yeah. Uh, it's you know, just between me and you. Listening. A lot of people listen. They listen to my show, and after they've had a few hours of, you know, good laughs, they like something bland to just call them down afterwards. So they flip over. We know this happens. Did you, um, uh, did you mention my um, DVD on your radio show? You know what? Time? I forgot to. I forgot oh, to mention it. Christ. I forgot to mention it. I meant to mention it by the office, but I forgot to mention it. And then I thought afterwards, it's not like he needs the cash, is it? You know, it's, <laughs> there not, we like, go. it's not like he needs it. It's not like it is, but he's probably earned more money in a short space. You're like a lottery winner and you've got about as much taste. You're like one of those burglars who's won the lottery. <laughs> I am. I'm dressed like an Albanian <laughs> window cleaner at the moment. A burglar from Reading who won the lottery and now what's he, he's fritting it away on what I'm... I do feel lovely. sorry for my neighbours. I've moved into a you know really nice place. Now, it, I feel like it's the hillbillies. No, it's the, nice you've moved in though because it's nice. It's given them something to sort of talk about behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> you've right. united the whole block. Right, go, go and play with some Japanese wind-up toys now. I'm going home to play... Uh, Mario Double Dash with my son. It's going to be a good afternoon. I uh, phoned you once after I finished my show. It's about five minutes past three. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, know, I don't mind if you, you know, I said, you, uh, I said, how are you doing? You went, it's brilliant. You said, you said, this is what you said. You went, everyone's out. Jane's taking the kids out. I've already masturbated twice and I'm playing with a new Japanese toy. I'm, uh, I'm masturbating now. <laughs> Play record! <laughs> Uh, yeah, Kings of Leon, Wasted Time on XFM 104.9. Sorry, I was sidetracked there, but well, just uh, some of the band names. That and now, in. now listen, I want to put in two of my own. I want to win that pile of tat, <laughs> tat out there, right? I've got two names here, okay? We should just remind people in case they've just tuned in. Oh yeah, Ian Canfield has chosen his uh, a mega band of all time. He's got Keith Moon on drums, he's got Lemmy on bass, he's got Keith Richard on guitar, he's got, um, who have you got singing? Robert Plant. A Robert Plant. And their manager is Vance. <laughs> and he's, but he needs to announce them at Wembley Arena. They're already sold out. They're at number one in the album charts. <laughs> They're the greatest rock band of all time. And I, I've got two suggestions. Okay. What about this? Please welcome to the stage. Tungsten Lung Hemorrhage. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> yeah? yeah. Please welcome to the stage. God Dildo. God Dildo, interesting. Nice juxtaposition there of God, <laughs> the almighty creator, and a dildo. Yeah, <laughs> nice yeah. use of uh, <laughs> some contrasting imagery there. Yeah. Powerful and topical. Tungsten lung hemorrhage. Yeah. <laughs> We've had a couple also on the email. Um, people didn't really include their names, but who cares? Um, please welcome to the stage, Balls of Steel. Well, balls of Steel, well, yeah. And we've, we've had, like, Brain Hammer. Yeah. Brain Hammer's good. I Lots like of brain, brain related stuff. Quite liking the idea of tumour fish. 
tuna fish. Tuna I like fish. tuna fish is very good. I like tuna fish. I just wonder if there's one more contender. I don't know who this was, Ian, that phoned in with it, but possibly it's topical. <laughs> Deathly hem. Yeah. Deathly hem. It's brilliant. Oh, it's Deathly hem. Please welcome to the stage. Deathly it's hem. It's Deathly hem. Who's that? We've got to give it to I the... don't know who that was. Oh, but, um... well, if you came up with Deathly hem, email again. Deathly hem. It's the greatest name for the greatest rock band <laughs> of all time. Will you please welcome to the stage Deathly hem? It's golden tonsils. Isn't it? I went to, uh, I was going to go see him once at the Cameron Land World about uh, a year ago, and they had this sign up, right, <laughs> saying that Graham Bonnet, who sang that song, had cancelled, right? And it said, God willing, he'll be performing tomorrow. And just in case you thought he'd cancelled because maybe no one bought any tickets, the doctor's certificate was beneath <laughs> the cancellation <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, we've sung that a couple of times drunk, haven't we, Ian? Yeah, but, at the yeah, top of our voice. We have done it. It is the best. Ever. Yeah. It is. Ben won. Ben has won whatever you're giving away. Yeah. Ben a big came pile up of with death, crap death crap Yeah, Deathly Hem. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, if you are in a rock band and you're looking for a name and you think you deserve that name, then, you know, write, write to us. It, we want to know that you're really heavy and we, and A. and Canford would officially hand over the deeds of the name Bethlehem. Bethlehem? Bethlehem, yeah. 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 Bethlehem. They only play at Christmas. You only play like big venues at Christmas and it's all things about. Like fighting, like good versus evil, yeah. God versus the devil. And it's, you've got to write songs like that, yeah. Yeah. Deathly Hem on XFM 104.9. Perhaps oh. that the debut should certainly be a concept album based yeah. on the Nativity play. Yeah. Brilliant. Nativity, Nativity, yeah. That'd just be the whole kind of Old Testament in kind of rock form. Yeah. With like, it'd be extraordinary. It's a battle for humanity. Yeah. It's called. Um, humanity, manatee, and it's a fight in the ocean of hell. <laughs> yes, sure. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I'd like to see a serpent. Maybe picture somewhere. Be a serpent, isn't it? Track, track four. Track four. Track four. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we should give massive props and suitable regards to Ian Canfield. He's coming. He's pressed the buttons. He's he stood in for an idiot brilliantly. <laughs> yeah, he has so. stood in for the uh, <laughs> It's a shame Paul. that he's not. You've not displayed some of the usual incompetence we've come to love and expect from Carl. It's a shame. Okay, well, okay. Well, well, you are the greatest DJ in the world, though. The way you sort of like drop Press these buttons, it, it, but you know. Every yeah, time I've pressed a button off air, Ricky's been going, oh, what great DJ. It is great, though, because so, he ends it, he's just, no, it's just brilliant. I mean, we're lucky if we can talk with the mic on. Mm. <laughs> That's the title, not talk over a record. Oh, we did, today, we did some great links during the ads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, of course, uh, Jonathan Ross, uh, masturbating live. <laughs> On there. Just, just you looking back at some of the highlights. You of this don't get that show. on Capital Gold, do you? <laughs> like Tony Blackburn getting a call from Fluff Freeman going, "All right, mate, I'm knocking one out." <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, have a lovely Christmas. Have a bloody great Christmas. Mate. Have a bloody great Christmas. It's the best of next week. Yep. Um, the best of the last few weeks yeah. with some tat, you know, mm -hmm. uh, that Carl's put together. We're Look back in January. We're playing some of our favourite songs of the year. I'm looking week. forward to seeing um, Pilker's Tan Pilker's and Pictures from his holiday, covered in ash from the beach. <laughs> yeah. And we're back on the uh, third, I believe. But Ian, do you want to introduce one? This is this is Ian's choice for the day. Yeah. Um, we'll see you uh, next week in spirit, and then uh, we're back on the third with uh, Pilkers. Over to you, Camp. Yeah. Enough of Jonah Louis. This is Paul Diano, ex of Iron Maiden, doing uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town.